And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, November 23rd, just days until Thanksgiving. Mark, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Will you be cooking a turkey? Uh, Mark says they're leaning towards a ham. Uh, my girlfriend read something about some place where they are selling these giant turkey drumsticks. I don't know if you saw this. It's in New York somewhere. I'm going to do some research later. I'm sure that they are, they're supposed to be like moist and delicious and like deep fried it to finish them off. So of course it's going to be delicious, right? Would you want to just do a, a turkey breast or do you want to, I mean, what do you think? Do you want a turkey sandwich? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get Mark says he's going to go to the bodega and get a boar's head sandwich. I mean, why not? It's a strange year. I put in my vote, which was I wanted to get a fantastic, hot, hot, piping hot pizza pie, maybe even eat it in the car. I'm getting overruled on that. All right. Um, if you have a question, let us know. And don't forget, we're bringing you guys on the program. So let us also know if you are willing to come on the show with us and Mark will arrange everything. Okay. Julianne writes... I caught the tail end of the program this morning about owning a home long-term that has a lot of gains. She writes, I'm in my early 70s and my home is my retirement. I've always been self-employed. Um, listen to this. Purchased the home for $22,000. It's now worth over $500,000. I need advice on avoiding capital gains or having Medicare get my equity should I become disabled or ill. Thanks, Julianne. Well, I mean, is it your goal to stay in the home and you have no other asset except this? Do you have any other money? I mean, I'm just wondering if you have any other assets. That's number one. Um, you may be a very good candidate to look into a reverse mortgage if you want to stay in your home. In terms of your Medicare, getting your equity, if you became, it's not Medicare, it's Medicaid. And Medicaid is not taking your house away from you. Okay. What I would do is this. I think you need to talk to a fee-only financial planner or an attorney who can talk to you about some of your choices. But really, a fee-only financial planner, I think, is going to do the job. Check out napfa.org, N-A-P-F-A.org, and follow up with us if I've missed some other assets that you might have. Vicki writes, is it better to take Social Security sooner and use savings to cover costs or use savings to bridge the gap and collect Social Security later and more of it? The latter. No, don't take Social Security early. You want to take Social Security as late as possible. 
So if you really want to kind of beat the system, the way you do it is you wait till you're 70. That's the latest you can claim your retirement benefit. And you live as long as ever. Okay. So if you live till 95 or 100, like I always think that my mother-in-law is beating social security. It's great longer she lives. But every year you wait till age 70, you're going to get an 8% increase. Gosh, there is nothing better than that. And it's a guarantee. So wait as long as you can, always. Jerry writes, this is the first year that I received a 990T from my Fidelity IRA account. Is this something I have to file with my taxes? Do I pay what's due or does Fidelity withdraw from my IRA account? I have EVA, MLP, and my IRA never received this before. It's about $1,000 of income. Fidelity says, contact my tax advisor. I do my own taxes with TurboTax. Since I don't know the answer and you know everything about money, I thought I'd ask you. We enjoy your show, which airs on Saturday, the radio show she's talking about in Prescott. Didn't I say that right, Mark? Prescott? Prescott, like biscuit, Mark says. Keep up the good work of educating the world regarding money. Going on to the IRS website. Okay, a 990T is for exempt organizations to report unrelated business income, has proxy tax liability. I mean, I'm guessing that if you've used TurboTax that you will just be able to put this, I mean, there are instructions for it, and I I presume that you will be able to just follow the instructions and the prompts to do this. Well, I wonder if you had some sort of like weird fund, qualified opportunity fund. I don't know, but it, it used to be, I'm just looking for 2019, it looks like it was line 33. But uh, I would check this out, go to the IRS website. And uh, if TurboTax doesn't have the ability to handle this, maybe this is like the one year that you're going to have to figure out, maybe go to see somebody. Jim writes, I'm a big fan of the show. Thanks to you and Mark for all that you do. I have a question for you about an inherited IRA. Unfortunately, my dad passed away in March. He left each of his three 50-ish age children equal shares of an inherited IRA, which is at Fidelity. I've been looking at the requirements. It looks like we do not have to take a required minimum distribution in 2020 because of the CARES Act. True. That's right. My question is twofold. What's the best way to handle these distributions for next year and beyond? The total account value is just over a half a million dollars. I don't need current income right now. And uh, I'm in the 32% marginal tax bracket. I'm looking to save taxes on the income that this would force me to take. Should I roll it over or transfer anything specific? Also, do you know if I have to take this over a 10-year period evenly? Can I take it all at once at the end of the 10-year period when maybe I'll be closer to retirement? My dad was 77 when he passed away. I've seen different opinions on this. Your advice would be appreciated. James. Okay, so James, here's the deal. I don't know if you've done this yet, but the account should be split up, you know, three different accounts for each of the siblings who inherited it. What you should be thinking about is trying to keep the distribution so you are, you know, in a lower tax bracket. So you don't have to do it equally over 10 years. The SECURE Act, which passed last year, means that you have to take it out within 10 years. But if you believe that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket at one year or another, you can take more out in one year and less out in another. But remember, you do have one big risk. And that is that if there's any further tax reform passed and brackets go up, eh, you could pay more. But I'd wait. I'd wait and see. That's what I would do. 
And the strategy is really when you need the money and if you can keep your tax liability lower, all the better. Okay, Christine writes, we're about to sign on with an investment company that works with Fidelity. We sold our summer place for $56,000. We're going to invest 35 grand of that. Other than our home, which is mortgage-free, we have another fifteen dollars to $20,000. So we don't have much. We're going to start a small business with $5,000. But that is not part of my question. Question, should we hire a lawyer to read through the investment paperwork before we sign it? No, you don't need to hire a lawyer. But why are you investing $35,000? I don't even think you need to do this. So what I would do is this. You're going to start a small business with $5,000. If you only have fifteen dollars to $20,000, that is beyond what you have in this 35, what I would do is I wouldn't sign anything and I wouldn't invest anything. I would see how the small business goes and keep some money that is available to you to help fund the business. And I don't know what the person is actually selling you and what is the investment company, but I wouldn't do this. I definitely wouldn't do this. If anything, what I would do is I'd keep the money in cash and maybe I would put some money in a retirement account uh, or an IRA or a Roth IRA, but you don't need an investment company to do that. Am I missing something? Follow up and let me know if I am. Okay, that's it. That's the show. (sighs) Getting ready for Thanksgiving, drumsticks and all. And, you know, there could be some time here where it's going to be really weird. It's going to be scary. And we're here to try to hold your hand, at least for any of your financial questions. If you have one, just send an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. You can always go to our website, jillonmoney.com. And there you can do all sorts of things, read stuff that we write, listen to old shows, watch TV segments, check out the resources. And you can always subscribe to the pod if you're not a subscriber at all. We would appreciate if you would leave a rating and maybe even a review. Mark has this very ambitious goal of having a thousand by the end of the year. How are we doing, Mark? Okay, Mark says we need about 50 more reviews. So I know what the download numbers are. We have many, many people downloading the show. Tens of thousands, dare I say hundreds of thousands. So if you would not mind, go leave a review if you like the show. If you hate it, you're probably not going to leave a review, but you're not listening that long anyway. All right, leave a review. And as always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and try to lift somebody else up today. Talk to you tomorrow.